This, well, right. this summer was like, it's an anomaly, right? This summer hey, was so strange. Is this thing on? Hello, and welcome back to the SA Voice Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Ellie. And we're going to be talking to you guys today about the importance of growth mindset and some ways that you guys can kind of help round out your potential and just your interest levels. So first, how have you doing, Ellie? What's been going on with your life recently? Pretty good. Yeah. It's, sun is shining, getting back in the groove. Yeah, it's all yeah. good. What about you? I'm in this process of like, I have to have a new Wi-Fi system, which I hate doing because I'm not a big tech guy. You know, even this is like a little bit outside of my comfort zone, but you know, getting used to it. So things like that, just kind of like looking through my old accounting notes from last year because I haven't touched an Excel sheet in like four months. So I'm kind of terrified about that shit. Yeah. But, you know, other than that, it's just uh, basically getting ready, you know, like kind of making some premium meals for the first week because I'm sure the first week is going to be interesting, you know? Yeah, could be. What are you going to do though, right? Yeah. So. Did you, uh, did you spend your time doing like learning anything or upgrading your skills this summer? Uh, this summer? This, well, yeah. this summer was like, it's an anomaly, right? This summer was so strange um, because I was off work. Like I was laid off from work. And so oh, I actually did have quite a bit of opportunity to read and listen to mm. podcasts and things that I don't usually have a lot of time for. Okay. Um, so it was a great summer that way. Like, I just finished reading like 1984, George Orwell. Oh, nice. Always wanted to read that, right? And so oh, finally, really? finally read that. Although it's a scary time to read 1984, let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit unfortunately prophetic with the dystopian future and the big brother watching everything. You know, I, I'm yeah. also the science fiction stuff. Like some of these science fiction writers, they're incredible at kind of like uh-huh. at figuring out things well ahead of time. You know, like some of the stuff off Star Trek, I find like, oh, absolutely. Things. It's just like, we're basically making what they predicted was going to happen or kind of. Yeah. Like there was some intuitive download they were getting. Right. And yeah. Or, channeling you know, that stuff. It's pretty cool. Or just their force of nature or force of uh, character basically kind of like imprinted onto people's consciousnesses. And, you know, yeah. That's and, possible too. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah. what about you? No, uh, this summer actually I've been doing a couple of different things. Like basically, you know, for the first couple of months of uh, summer, I was just kind of just laying around. It's like, you know, kind of COVID nothing to do. And then around July, I started, um, started like a new workout routine and I kind of really started focusing on my nutrition. And really, again, like you, listen to a yeah. lot of podcasts, reading a lot of books, you know, it's kind of like getting my brain ready for school. It's kind of like trying to basically live in this kind of growth mindset style, like always trying to just get a little bit better about things, get a little bit more informed about things. And you just kind of like build consciousness, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So like, I know with you, you've had, to, um, you've gone through a lot of different schooling and like, what do you think, like, what is the growth mindset to you? How does it impact, how has it impacted your life? Yeah, well, I, I guess a growth mindset, honestly, because, I mean, I was born in 1974, so the internet yeah. wasn't a thing yeah. uh, when I was a kid, right? Um, and I tell people all the time, I got a lot smarter when Google came on the scene. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> right? Because then all of a sudden you have all this information at your fingertips. Yeah. And I was always a curious person but I just didn't have the ability to really, you know, dive into learning. And so it was a result of probably just technology evolving. Um, And, and, and CrossFit was huge for me too, because there's, there's a, there's just a a mentality and a philosophy and there isn't in most training, but more so in, in that CrossFit style of training where you're just constantly evolving. You're, you're constantly trying to reach for a new PR you know, you're always trying to get better. 
um, at, at least when you're, when I was younger and I was doing CrossFit, that was kind of the okay. mentality, right? Now it's more like we yeah. just maintain our gains when you get to a certain <laughs> <point>. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> But that, and being around people like that, that yeah. have a growth mindset that aren't, that aren't willing and able to just stagnate that are just mm. curious about life and they just want to know and they just want to learn. They just want to grow and get better. And some yeah. people have a very narrow range that they want to get better in. Right. And so they, like they might have a hyper focus. Um, but for me, I've had such a wide variety of interests like nutrition and training okay. and philosophy and psychology and even firefighting and oh, like, really? yeah, a volunteer firefighter too. So there's, oh, cool. so there's and teaching. And I mean, there was just so many things that were interesting to me. Yeah. Um, and so you can easily like go down a rabbit's hole in any one of those subjects um, and, and become more well-versed in it. But I'm certainly a generalist, not a specialist, okay. you know, like that, that, I, that whole idea that some people yeah. um, can specialize and be very, very tuned in to one small area. Yeah. Um, and, and personally, it just appeals to me more to, to be more of a generalist and know a lot about a lot of different things. Um, but what about you? Yeah, I, honestly, yeah, that, that kind of, one thing that I love is basically that basic walking knowledge is what I yeah. call it. It's the same kind of thing where it's like understanding how a lot of things happen around you. Like now I, I couldn't exactly build a, a sewer system myself, but I understand the basic workings of it. That's that kind of thing. Yeah. And, yeah. and I've interesting you're talking about like that specialization versus range. Cause like one of these books I read recently is by this author called David Epstein and he's a journalist. He, I think his career before was something entirely out of that field. And basically he wrote, ended up writing this book basically about, people that are high level generalists and how in most careers, most aspects of society, they actually can basically outpace uh, specialists because there are very few careers in life where like, it's really, you need to specialize most of the time. Like, yeah. like you're talking about social, with psychology and teaching and yeah. all these kind of things. There's so much crossover, like, you know, yeah. so things like trying to growing the ability to communicate is a huge thing, yeah. like both verbally and written. Like right. the ability to learn is one of the biggest things you can have. It's part of a growth mindset is the basically Growth mindset is like that kind of belief that you can change and you can evolve yourself. Because you know, some people are gonna think like, oh, I'm born with this this much intelligence. I'm born with this ability to do this, and this is where I'm gonna be. And like honestly, that's the biggest difference between a fixed and a growth mindset is like a fixed mindset is like I can only do this. A growth mindset is I I can do this now, and this is my weakness, and I'm gonna address them and I'm gonna get them to a, a level of at least basic competency, if not becoming a strength, because sometimes you know, it's the things that you don't think you're going to be good at that you put yourself into yeah. that feeling of being uncomfortable and challenging yourself. Those things you end up almost really loving a lot more. Like I, I was not naturally great with math, except for like simple math, but I'm going into accounting because I've realized that this is something I'm very interested in, like finance right. and tax law and things like this. Yeah. But it's something that I'm having to, I'm very uncomfortable going into it. Yeah. But that uncomfortability is, I think, what's going to make me good at yeah. it. It's a stretch, like, right? Exactly. And, yeah. you know, it's like you put when you're are you a gardener at all yeah okay so like when you're gardening you put you like a plant will go to a certain size because it is root ball can only go to a certain size so you get bigger you have to put into a bigger pot and that's right. what i want to do i do with my mind right it's like yeah keep on putting yourself into a pot where it's like you have to get a little bit bigger you have yeah. to grow like you know trying to meet new friends that are interested in, in things that you don't, you don't know about yeah. all part of that same kind of belief in yourself and that want to get better and do better things and yeah. i think that's yeah. And I like that what you said about the, just because I don't know today doesn't mean that I can't learn. 
Oh, for right? sure. Like if there's something I don't know how to do, I'm going to find out how to do it. Right. Like, yeah. you know, I'm going to either look it up on the internet or I'm going to get a book or, you know, there, there are people that can teach you almost anything. Like if, if you want to yeah. know how to do something, uh, yeah, I would agree with you. Not just say, Oh, I don't know how to do that. So I'm not even going to try. Um, so you don't have to be good at it at first. You, no one's going to be good at everything when they first start doing it. And you're right. Like sometimes it's the things that we're not good at that when you stretch and grow into it, that then you end up being really good at, right? Because, Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. Cool. So how would you encourage people to cultivate a growth mindset if they're thinking along these lines now? All right. Well, for me personally, it's just one of the biggest things is just kind of being open to the possibility that you can do better and you want to do better, right? Like if you're happy with what you are in life and how you are, I understand that and that's great. And if you're happy with just kind of taking the classes you're gonna be taking, that's fine. But you know, for people going into college or continuing college, this is a great time to open your mind and to expand yourself to new ideas. So I think one of the first steps I do is kind of just like sit down and kind of think about like, what are some things I don't know about? What are some, like read the news, like, I don't understand this. Why, are, why do people have this view? Why, why is this happening? And try to like basically like look at the world around you and say, what don't I understand? What can I not figure out? And go from there. You know what I mean? Like, and then like, you know, putting yourself in an uncomfortable position, like yeah. join a podcast, yeah. or start writing a blog. Like these are kind of things that you can do to expand yourself into some, some new areas that you might not really know about. Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking earlier about signing up for newsletters. Yeah. Oh, that was a huge one. Yeah. For and sure. I do that too. So I'll get... I get more than I read, certainly. But yeah. if I read one newsletter a day and yeah. and it piques my curiosity or something about that is interesting, then yeah. we can you can go down that rabbit's hole, or you can go get more information, you can learn a little bit more, and then that might lead you someplace that you would never suspect, um, sure. but something that you're really interested in, right? Like what are the newsletters that you sign up for? So there's a couple of them. And honestly, for me, one of the things I do is like, I have heavily used folders in my Gmail account. So like, I'll have all my newsletters going to the same folder. And like, I have my financial stuff going over because that makes it so much easier to track. But yeah, like, so I use like Science News Daily, uh, National Geographic, uh, the Toronto Star, New York Times, New Yorker, and like a couple other ones, too, like a couple of sports ones, things like that. So like, I'm trying to give myself just a base level of some, some interesting things. So like, you know, if I feel like reading about like, you know, because you just scroll through and like, oh, this article looks interesting. And then you spend five, ten minutes reading an article about like how there's a, a new subspecies of monkeys developing Madagascar. You know, it's like, it's not the kind of thing that you need to learn about, but it's an interesting read. And sometimes you, I just feel like reading just ridiculous sports news and I'll do that for an hour. But like, and it's not really like, one of the biggest things about this, this kind of mentality is don't judge yourself. Just like do what you want to do. And like, you know, like obviously you want to try to schedule some time, things like that, but like yeah, yeah. want to chill and veg. Chilling and vegging and reading about like discuss some anthropological discoveries. I kind of that's kind of how I spend my a lot of my free time recently is the things about that nature. It's a lot better than endlessly scrolling Reddit or Facebook. Yeah, for sure. Personally. Like you can leverage your time, right? Like when you have a growth mindset, if you have to drive anywhere, that's one of the things. Like listening to oh. an audio book, listening to a oh, podcast. God, yeah. If you if you have to spend time on the bus or any place where you have to wait. Feed mm -hmm. your mind, right? While you have that time and space, instead of like you said, scrolling aimlessly or yeah. you know just being on Facebook or Instagram or whatever we're doing with our time, because um, you can make a conscious choice there yeah. to do something that feeds you instead of depletes you. 
Absolutely. So like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a huge podcast listener and audiobooks and things like, so what are some, what are some kind of content creators or writers or, or speakers that you like to listen to yeah. or watch? Or I, I don't think we can talk about podcasts without talking about Rogan. True. Yep. yep. Like, I mean, he's amazing. The guy, the guy has such a wide breadth. His yes. guests are incredible. You can just by, and I don't even listen to every podcast. I do listen to the ones that are interesting to me generally. Um, but just last night, a friend suggested that I listen to the one. Um, oh, I'm not going to remember her name right now. Nikki, Nikki Glaser. Okay. So she's a comedian. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I wouldn't usually be drawn to the ones where he's talking to a comedian. Cause I know I have some kind of bias that, that I'm not going <laughs> to learn anything from that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I did listen to it and, and it was, it was amazing because she was sharing a whole bunch of stuff about addiction and depression and her own journey. Um, and it ended up sparking some creativity for me. I got up at five o'clock this morning and wrote an article about it because it just just got my brain going. Um, and it, it helped me tap into my creativity. So Rogan is awesome that way. I mean, he, he's non-judgmental. He has great empathy. He just is, Mm genuinely interested in so many different subjects and really smart and knowledgeable. Yeah, um, and I agree he, with that. And he really brings people on, especially when he's doing a debate, he'll bring on like legit experts that can, that usually not always, sometimes it's, you know, a bit of a mess, uh, but they can, <laughs> happens to all of us. Yeah, they can usually debate one another in a respectful way. And you can yeah. see both sides of an issue because every issue is more, you know, it's gray. There's not black and white here. I mean, we're dealing with a lot of nuance. So having as much information as you can, um, and not, this is the other point I wanted to make is watch out for confirmation bias. So we're oh, not God. just looking for information that confirms what we already believe, right? Well, like you yeah. said, if you don't know about something, go and read an opposite opinion. Um, it's a really good idea. I like that. See if you can open yourself up to understanding it from another viewpoint, another perspective. And so, Absolutely. so I think Rogan is great for that. And the guests that he has on, you know, he really three hours is a long time, I think for a podcast. Um, it is. For and sure. it's, they're hard to get through sometimes um, depending on the podcast and the guests. But yeah, I think he's, he's certainly in the top, top five for me. Um, and then there's, I have a lot of people that I follow like for nutrition and, you know, mm-hmm, holistic okay. nutrition and, and fitness and all of that. But uh, one of my favorite authors, a book I read a couple years ago, um, Eric Barker, and he has a really okay. good newsletter too. I really like his newsletter and he, his whole thing is about success um, and looking at what works with different people. So, I mean, oh, sure. So Navy SEALs, Olympic athletes, like top performers, even people that have overcome like major adversity, like lessons from gangs, you know, like okay. <laughs> looking at all of these different areas of life and then figuring out, well, how, how do they do this thing and how is that successful and how can you harness that and be more successful um, by, by using, you know, things that people have just discovered. So those are two of my favorites. What about you? Yeah, it's actually like one thing with Joe Rogan, I've always wished he just like, did like a 15, 20 minute, like highlight of an episode. Like, Oh my God, I would listen to 20 minutes of like the top parts of every, of an interview every day. Yeah. yeah the two or three hours. It's, it's a lot to get through sometimes. Um, yeah. myself personally, I I've been, one of my favorite ones actually kind of along the lines of like questioning and examining things. It's a podcast called revisionist history. Yeah. And it's by the, uh, author Malcolm Gladwell. And if people don't know of him, he's an incredible writer. He's a award-winning journalist. 
he and his book 10,000 hours is like one of those things that has basically entered the public lexicon to a huge extent and basically it's about like that book is specifically about 10,000 hours it requires to get to mastery levels yeah. right and then so like it, that's that was just an interesting book in itself but this podcast revisionist history it basically kind of examines things like societal norms and kind of questions things so this, this last season he just finished was basically about the importance of symbolism and and basically like how object permanence shapes our culture and like the final episode was actually about um basically how the monument at the World Trade Center is a perfect monument to what happened because apparently this monument is just like, it's the exact same footing as the Trade Center, but it's uh, there are these ponds. And so it kind of like, it actually just kind of like reflects the loss in it in a really beautiful way. But I, I think it's just a really kind of cool podcast. Like there's, you know, like 45 minutes to an hour kind of thing. But like, he just kind of looks at these things and you see them in a different way. Like he'll have, uh, like he'll have, pods about basically like art thieves and like and like why basically these art museums will just kind of like hoard all of their paintings and just ah. like that and then another book uh, a book i find really interesting is actually I already referred to it as range but david epstein oh, yeah. it's one of my favorite books i've read recently and it's just because it just talks about kind of what we've been talking about here like the importance yeah. of just kind of being well-rounded and honestly how by being well-rounded especially in this current world where it's real it's going to be very rare for people to have one career or for one yeah. business for a long period of time anymore. Yeah. Like, realistically, like, especially, yeah. you know, for millennials, Gen Z, yeah. it's kind of like five, 10 years, maybe at a job. And yeah. I think it's a lot of times like five, 10 years, your, your whole career could have changed. So that really shapes. I think they say the average now is two to three career changes in a lifetime, right? Exactly. And I've already, I'm, I'm going into my, basically my second one now. And yeah. like, that's for me in my twenties, I was a cook and then I spent some time doing construction. And then spend a little bit of time doing some other things too. So basically like, I can just consider that decade to yeah. be my transformation to now. But the reason I'm, I'm now transitioning into business and like, you know, some other mediums as well is that I did keep on learning. I did keep on reading and kind of keep going forward. But along like for, there's more of a fun read. One of my favorite podcasts I listen to is just a podcast called The Dollop. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And it's, it's these two comedians. And one guy just tells the other guy basically about a historical event or person and they just riff on it. So like, That's if you just want to have it, it's called The Dollop. The Dollop, okay. Yeah, it's hilarious. And it's, it's mainly focused on American history, but like, it's just absolutely absurd sometimes. And sometimes there actually are some serious pointing episodes as well. Yeah. But, you know, like one of the ones, my favorite ones recently was about basically Uber. And it's just like, so basically the one guy tells the story and then the other guy just riffs off it and they just make right. crack jokes. And if you just want something fun to listen to, to, to unwind, relax after a hard week, yeah. Throw it on for two hours, you'll just be dying laughing and like yeah. you need that in your life, right? Yeah, yeah. And humor does it, it harnesses creativity, it opens up your mind. As my favorite um, people to listen to are uh, comedians that have kind of turned into philosophers. Okay. Right? So like Rogan, comedian, but now, you know, really interested in philosophy and psychology and all of that. Um, Russell Brandt is another one in the UK. Yeah. Um, Ricky Gervais. Mm-hmm. Like, I think these guys are, are brilliant, like, and just, and, and they can approach it with lightness and humor. And I think that mm. that that's important. I, I really like, you know, embrace that too. So to be up on that stage, you have to kind of have an ability to really like kind of read the style of events going on around you. Like yeah. you know, even going back to like, basically when vaudeville kind of turned into stand up, like guys like Lenny Bruce and stuff, they, they really did change the whole culture of how you examine things. Like, like satire is an integral part of like basically an open, an open culture and a yeah. progressive society. So 
you know, these guys with Rachel Pryor going up and talking about these things, that's what helps move things forward. And in yeah. itself, like listening to a comedian that you may not always agree with and hearing some hard truths, it kind of falls back to the same thing. Like that's, that shows you an ability to, to learn and to grow and kind of just kind of be better, right? Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Cool. Do you have any, do you have any other kind of like channels or things well, you want to show? One thing that we talked about, and that was like, if you're, if you're curious about where your growth edges are and you have like no idea where to start, yeah. um, one of the tools that I use and recommend to clients is um, Martin Seligman. He's the father of positive psychology and he's developed this tool he and his team, um, the strengths via um, character strengths assessment. Yeah. So you can, their website is viacharacter.org and you can go take this free assessment and it gives you a rating on these 24 characters that are, you know, shown to exist across all cultures, all human beings, um, yep. stuff like humility and judgment and honesty and fairness. And, and then you get a rating kind of, and it'll show you where your strengths are, but it'll show you where your weaknesses are too. Um, mm -hmm. And then there's tools to help you kind of build your weaknesses. So cool. that might be a good place to, for people to start if they're not even sure what their natural strengths are. I get. Um, and then where where they might have a growth edge or where they might be able to push themselves. And and then I always tell clients go to the library, or the bookstore, and let a book choose you. Mm, interesting. You do the same thing with a podcast or any information, right? Like go to a TED Talk and see what stands out to you. Like what's interesting. I was going to mention TED Talks. Yeah. Yeah, and like it just just see where your interests pull you and then go from there. Right. That's, that's how I would start um, or get someone started in a growth mindset and, and figure oh, yeah. out, you know, maybe um, how they want to see themselves in five years. Yeah, I like that. And I, I think like, you know, that's the kind of thing that kind of leads you into really opening yourself up. And like, before I get out of here, a couple of ones, I, a couple of just kind of websites and channels I think are great. Uh, TED Talks, as we just you just talked yeah. about, I think it's excellent. You just nice little snippets, well said. Stuff you should know is a really great website and a podcast where they basically kind of break down this different subject matter and it's a really digestible forums and it's a great way to build walk knowledge. Yeah. Honestly, uh, Crash Course, which is an awesome YouTube channel. My sister turned me on to that recently, and basically it's like uh -huh. looking at these kind of complex systems or or ideas and breaking them down to like 12, 15 minute nice. videos, and they'll have sections on like you know introductions to business and it's like, you know, but like, ah, cool. like seven, like 12 minute videos, which is nice and digestible within a student's schedule. And yeah. Just be open to things. People. I, I think that's one of the biggest things is being open to things and just address trying to you know, obviously build your strengths, but you really want to build on your weakness and just get a little bit more about it, well-rounded, a little bit more read and just knowledgeable of what's happening around you. I think that's a great thing to kind of talk about. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I think we've given people enough to think about, haven't we? I think so. <laughs> so folks, try to adopt that growth mindset as you're going forward in school, open yourself up and open yourself up to the essay voice. You can watch us on YouTube. Let's, uh, check us out on Instagram at the essay voice podcast. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google play, Apple podcasts. Also try to follow the essay, uh, just in general for any kind of fun front contests, giveaways, things like that. And until next time, I'm Brian. I'm Ellie. See you later. Have a good day.